Welcome back to the Nightmare Girls um, podcast where we talk about all things spooky. That was great, Rose. <laughs> Sorry. A plus. I just did finger guns, but good thing they can't see it. I know. I mean, I'll keep that in so that they know, but oh, yeah. Um, I want to give a quick disclaimer. Uh, my, I had technical issues when we tried to record. It's been, we started trying to record at 10. It's now 1140 because I couldn't get my mic or my laptop to work. So I am <sighs> using the the bad microphone on my uh, headphones. So if my audio quality is just so much worse than Megan Rose's, I apologize. <laughs> it's been such a struggle, but we're here now and we're happy to be making content. Yes, we are. Mm-hmm. And Anna, do not feel bad because technology is stupid and out of your control. So mm-hmm. yeah. Yes, it's not your I fault. really want to set my laptop on fire. Yeah. See, the issue is, like, we're all mm. unemployed, too, so we can't even, like, get <laughs> high-quality yeah. stuff, so yep. exactly. we're trying. We're trying. Other than technological issues, how is everyone doing? Um, I may have broken my ankle. I don't think I did, because I can still, like, limp. Oh, <laughs> no. I'm just... I've had the worst luck the last couple days. Is like, mercury... What is it? Retrograding? Retrograde? No, it actually... Retrograde just ended. Well, I don't believe in astrology, but... <laughs> <laughs> did you see, like, a black cat or, like, walk under a ladder or, like... You know, maybe one I of those? did walk under a ladder. Yeah. What? Is that the thing? How that... do you, like, not know if you walked under a ladder? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> uh, fun. Yeah, I feel bad about your ankle, but... Okay. Yeah, I'm so sorry. He's just thick. <laughs> <laughs> By that I mean swollen. One thick ankle. One girl. One thick ankle against one the world. One cankle. I have a weak ankle. A wee cankle. What slash is going on? Ankle. Okay, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Um, we should do podcasts. Yeah. Okay. This is yep. nothing. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. In case y'all need a refresher, I'm Anna. I talk about conspiracies because I'm a paranoid person. I'm Rose. I talk about cryptids because apparently I like monsters too much. She does. And I'm Meg. I talk about ghosts and haunted locations and stuff like that. If you are listening, thank you. We actually have a pretty decent-sized audience for starting out according to our analytics, so we appreciate all of you for sticking with us. Well, since this has been a really long, awkward intro, shall I tell a ghost story? Yes, yeah, please, Meg. Meg. Spook me. Awesome. Yes, okay. Daddy Meg. What'd you say? I called you Daddy Meg. Please don't ever say that again. <laughs> <laughs> I'm in a weird place. <laughs> so, the place I'm talking about today is the Mizpah Hotel in Tonopah, Nevada. Have you guys ever heard of this place? Ooh. Nope. I have awesome. not. Awesome. Okay. I had not either, but apparently it's considered the number one haunted hotel in america according to usa today's 10 best reader choice awards (laughs) okay so like the stanley hotel yeah stanley hotel was like number like 
five or six in the list. I looked at this list because I was like, oh. I, I'm shocked because I've never heard of this place before. Yeah, mm-hmm. wild. Okay. Also, when I was doing research, I found out that Tonopah is apparently like super haunted as a whole. Like there's multiple places in this area other than just the Mizpah Hotel that have ghost sightings and paranormal investigators like to go check them out. So I'll probably return to Tonopah in a future episode at some point. But if you're a fan of the paranormal and find yourself in Nevada, you should definitely go to Tonopah because apparently there's a lot of ghosties there. Um, and for location purposes, it's in between Las Vegas and Reno. Reno. I should have looked up how to say that. I don't. I'm not. I've never been to. I think it's Reno. Reno. Thank you. That's what I thought, and then I I said Reno, and I was like, that sounds super wrong. It's okay. I'm gonna mispronounce everything. In, in, <laughs> I literally wrote pronunciations. So. Like I wrote like Tonepa because I was like, is that how you say it? Or... <laughs> now onto a little bit of history from your favorite non-historian. Yay! Um, yay! Woo! Learn so originally yeah, open. What happened? I called you Daddy Meg again. Oh my god, Anna. Anna. <laughs> it like didn't light up, so then all of a sudden, like as I started talking, I just heard Daddy Meg like <laughs> like whispered into my ear. <laughs> Sorry, um, carry on. No, you're good. So originally opened in nineteen oh seven, the historic Mizpah Hotel was one of the first luxury hotels in Nevada. At the time that it was opened, Tonopah was a mining town and was seeing a massive economic boom due to all the mining finds. The Mizpah was considered an oasis of comfort against the high desert of Nevada. And if you go on the hotel's website today, it literally says in big bold letters, it's the jewel of the desert. So it's a big deal for this hotel to be opened. It cost $200,000 to build, and which I think is a lot of money at that, that time. It had solid granite walls leaded glass windows, and lots of furnishings inspired by the Victorian era. Other amenities included solid oak furniture, hot and cold running water, which was a big deal at the time, steam heat, brass chandeliers, stained glass windows, and an electric elevator, which was one of the first in the whole state. So I didn't even know electric elevators were running in 1907. So I was a little shook to read that. Yeah. And it was five stories tall. And it was actually the tallest building in Nevada at the time. So it was pretty visible to everyone around. Everyone knew about it. And because it was so, like, ornate and, like, like incredible, like, for, like, the location, mm-hmm. people were, like, really into the Mizpah. It was a place for entertainment and for comfort. And due to the great economy in Tonopah, it was often a place where powerful politicians and business investors from around the world came to stay. And the hotel saw a lot of action during this time because it was both a lodging place and I guess it also at some point, like, I think it started out as, like, a casino and then the casino was, the casino mm-hmm. was like, kind of, like, incorporated into the overall, like, hotel atmosphere. Mm-hmm. So lots of people in and out. And then after the mining boom began to fade, the Mizpah began to experience some, like, ups and downs financially due to the lack of consistent business. And it actually closed its doors in 1999. And then in 2011... Fred and Nancy Klein of Sonoma, California, purchased the hotel and renovated it to its past glory. When the Mizpah reopened, it once again had its Victorian-era appointments, a full bar and gaming in the lobby, and incredible dining. Um, It's not really considered, like, a luxury hotel today by any means. It's still, like, super nicely decorated, and it lives up to its reputation as, like, a historic hotel. Like, it's on a bunch of lists for, like, premier, like, historic hotels. And it's, like, honestly, like, relatively cheap to stay at from looking at like prices so if you go to Tonopah today you should definitely go stay there because you get some ghosts and you get some cool history and Let's go yeah actually I'm gonna send you guys pictures so you can see what it looks like because yeah. mm-hmm. I have a couple so I just sent Rose and Anna some pictures 
Um, I'll post these on the Instagram too if you'd like to see. It really just kind of looks like an old-timey western hotel. Yeah. So. I like the plants. Yes, the plants are very nice. And the chandeliers are cool. I like the clashing wallpaper and carpet. Yeah, it's a classic, honestly. But that's the Mizpah. And guests of the hotel today really said, like, they say it feels like you've walked through a time machine and ended up back in Western times. Or, like, (laughs) they're on the set of, like, a Western movie. So Mm -hmm. if you're into that, go to the Mizpah. (laughs) Can we go? Can we, like, road trip? Take a little vacation. Because it's near Vegas, so we can go to Vegas and (laughs) go to the Mizpah at the same time. Lose all the money we don't have. All that, all yeah. that unemployment money that we're not collecting. <laughs> right. So I'm sure you're all sick of the history now and now are interested in the ghosty part of Ooh. the Mizpah. There are a few notable ghosts that locals and visitors like to talk about. Um, I'll save the most popular and the most often seen for last evil laugh here. But there are allegedly mm-hmm. others as well. There just isn't as much like information about these ghosts in comparison to like the big money ghosts who I'll mm-hmm. talk about in a bit. So there is a bank vault for the Tonopah Banking Company built in the Mizpah, and it's actually still intact in the lobby. Um, so you can like see like the vault door. Apparently there's also another vault that's in the basement of the hotel. And there's this like story that's floated around about how back during like the mining boom, there were three miners that like tunneled through a mine shaft like under, under Tonopah to get to that bank vault underneath the hotel. Oh. And um, because it had a dirt floor. So they oh like, gosh. they like tunneled oh. in through the dirt floor and like robbed the bank. But then I guess cool. when they after they emptied the vault and they were going to make out with the loot, one of the miners turned on the other two and shot and killed them. And he made off with all the money himself. I couldn't what? find like names or like confirmation that this happened, but this is like a really popular legend for mm-hmm. the Mizpah. And so the spirits of the betrayed miners allegedly haunt the basement to this day. But I will say the basement has been closed off to the general public. So not that many people get like access to the basement or have spotted these miners um but there are a couple like ghost investigator videos i'm pretty sure ghost adventures with what's his name zach baggins baggins Baggins, yeah i think they they went i I didn't watch the whole episode but um they were told about the miners and they were taken down there the basement is still kind of like a mess like that was one part that they didn't really like touch during the renovation i think at some point they'd like to fix it up so that way people can go down there and check out what's down there but they did talk about it so i guess if you go down there you could see these two um miners that were betrayed and those who have had encounters with the miners say that um they like taunt and play tricks on people so at least despite their deaths they have somewhat of a sense of humor (laughs) we love a ghost with a sense of humor yeah yeah and then speaking of senses of humor and ghosts in the mizpah there are reportedly Mm. the spirits of two playful children who wander the mizpah despite Mm. the fact that there are no known children who died there yeah it's cute Um, until it's kids what no i think these kids sound really cute to me i don't know why like i know that sounds like really crazy (laughs) but um apparently like the widely accepted theory about these children because there were no child deaths at the Mizpah. Mm -hmm. It's like, I guess these kids like went to the Mizpah when it was like in in its glory with like their families and they had like happy memories there. Mm -hmm. So after their deaths, they returned to re-experience this joy Mm -hmm. in the afterlife, which I think is really cute. Aww, that's so Yeah, and um, the children I don't think are like related by any means, but they play with each other. Guests have complained of hearing children run up and down the halls when there are no children staying on those particular floors. Guests have also felt tugs on the backs of their shirts and hear giggling when there are no children around. And these kids are apparently, like, really curious, too, because staff have claimed that, like, 
they'll be like working in like the lobby or like working on like one of the floors and like a child will run up to them and be like oh what are you doing and then before they get to answer the kid will like run away um so they they constantly ask people what they're doing and they've done the same to guests too like oh why are you staying here and then like run off and then it turns out there's no children Aww. actually staying there uh, honestly that sounds kind of adorable to me like i would not mind those ghosts yeah that seems pretty Anna, anna's making a face right now <laughs> i don't like kid ghosts like children um you don't like kids in general I, see i like kids so i i, like I don't know if i'd mind okay. that because it doesn't they're not hurting anyone they're just like having a fun time i think the shining kind of ruined child ghosts for mm. me though i haven't seen the shining i don't know why because i've read the oh, book you need to see it i know I, it's like a class i i've seen it is it's a classic i need to see more of the like cult classic like mm-hmm. horror movies I've, I've watched a good amount of them you but do. the shining is one that i have not seen so Oh, I've seen it so many times. Maybe I'll watch it after this because I'm doing nothing today. Mm. So here, this one is a like rumor that has since proven to be false, but I still thought it was an interesting story for the Mizpah. So Mm -hmm. there was a rumor that Nevada Senator Key Pittman of the Democratic Party died in the hotel just before the election of 1940. So the story went that his party, meaning like the Democratic Party, didn't want to forfeit the election Mm -hmm. after he died. Um, because if they forfeited, then, like, the Republican candidate would automatically get it, I guess. Oh. Um, oh, so they'd rather him be, like, announced, like, the winner and then, um, mm-hmm. and then, like, announce that he, he died so that way, like, another Democratic person could take his place. Right. Okay. So right. I guess what happened was, <laughs> in this story, apparently, they kept his dead body in a bathtub <gasps> full of ice somewhere in the hotel until the election results were announced. Yeah, so that way that the Demo- yeah, so the Democratic governor could, at the time could be appointed as replacement. So, this story has been proven to be um, false by local historians. Um, and I mean, like, Senator Pittman did die sometime around the election, just not at the Mizpah, and he was not put on a bed of ice. So, mm-hmm. sad. But, Too bad. Yeah, but, That's a great story. Yeah, I know. And, like, for a long time, people really, like advocated for this story and a lot of people have claimed to see his like transparent figure wandering the halls of the Mizpah but it just doesn't line up with like the actual history of the hotel but I still thought it was really interesting yeah right so do you think it's possible like even if he didn't die there that because of the lore surrounding it like people might actually see him I wonder that yeah and like I wouldn't be surprised if there are other spirits at this hotel also just because like mining was very dangerous like you're in those underground like shafts and like you can't really breathe down there um Mm -hmm. like shafts collapse all the time i think there was like um Mm -hmm. i read something where there was a big like mine like explosion or like fire in like that area Mm -hmm. so i wouldn't be surprised if like those spirits like ended up there to enjoy some like luxury and like the afterlife Mm -hmm. or something oh good for them yeah so like (laughs) i mean that would be my money on like where like why people are seeing these like other spirits that aren't like identified but yeah, so I, mean, I don't know, but people people have claimed to see him, so. Yeah, if I died, like, and I had the option to go haunt, like, Disneyland, I'd totally do that. Hey, I'm actually oh, talking yeah, about Disneyland in a future episode, so <laughs> stay tuned. Ooh, Where would I go? Hmm. I feel like I would go back to our college campus. I don't know why. I just would want to bother people. Because <laughs> oh we gosh. had, we've, we've had weird, <laughs> we had weird experiences in one of our college Oh, dorm rooms sure. and like i would i would love to oh my god i want to go back to 514 and yes oh pull some pranks, pull some yes. pranks on the poor <laughs> souls that live there <laughs> i would like just like show up at parties and then like 
vanish and people would be like hey who was that girl and they'd be like uh she died oh my god oh wait i do like the i was an ra so like i do like the res life knock oh my <laughs> on, like, god people's doors oh and, like no god. one's there just make everyone yeah. super paranoid about their beer pong tables and stuff that'd be so fun literally yeah also like i don't understand how people fit beer pong tables into like traditional style rooms but that's just me i've seen so many and yeah. i just don't get it yeah it's a lot of effort just like play on the floor or just drink and yeah, I mean, I'm right. not condoning underage drinking, but, like, <laughs> do whatever. It's much easier um, to hide, like, a bottle than a whole table. That's, yeah. yeah. Exactly. Like, play, play like, kings or, yeah. like, a card game. Like, don't, you don't need yeah. the beer pong. You can wait. Or, like, flip cup. Yeah. Because the, we, there's. You just need a little surface. Yeah. And, like, I mean, beer pong, too. There was one time I was, like, working and we my, myself and, like, my fellow RA, we walked by a room and we heard the ping pong ball. And we're, like, oh we know. Gosh. We know oh you're playing. It was horrible because we, we were like, maybe let's walk by again and like make sure that we like actually heard that. And it was like very. Mm-hmm. So don't pro tip from a former RA. Don't do that. <laughs> so now on to the big money ghost. She goes by the name The Lady in Red. Um, so fun fact. What a name. Yeah, I know. I like this name. Um, and fun fact that a lady in red is a actual type of female ghost who was um, mm. a victim of objectification during her life. Um, and usually the reason she died has something to do with that objectification. Uh-huh. And they're very common in areas where there are old mining communities because of the prostitution trade. Uh-huh. So that's probably why she has that name. But I didn't know that this, this was like uh-huh. an archetype of yeah. female ghosts. Right. So. Ghosties. I've heard of like the lady in white. Yeah. It's usually like an innocent young woman or something like that, right? Yeah, and the, I mean, yeah. I guess this makes sense with, like, color imagery, too. Like, red yeah. is associated with, like, sex and, like, objectification and... Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Can you tell we're all English so... majors because we're talking about color? Colors and <laughs> it symbols. It symbolizes the metaphor. <laughs> Do you think she listens to Girl in Red? No, she's she very into men. In she's red. severely heterosexual, but we'll get into that <laughs> in a moment. <laughs> oh, please tell me more. Yeah, so, so since the Mizpah was at its peak... In the time of the Wild West, what does that mean they absolutely had on staff? A prostitute. This was just common, I guess, at the time. Also, fun fact, the Mizpah's resident on-call prostitute, who ended up being the lady in red, she went by the stage name Rose. (gasps) Oh, Oh, it's me. Yeah, and I wrote LOL next to this because I just thought it was funny. Um, Yeah, but her real name was Evelyn May Johnston. So she just stole my name. Yeah, I guess she I guess Rose was just was a cool a cool stage name to her. So <laughs> whatever, whatever, it's fine. Um, <laughs> so she was killed outside of her fifth floor suite by a jealous lover on January second, nineteen fourteen. So in summary, and this is literally I'm reading this directly from my notes. The Mizpah's lady in red is a bad bitch who didn't deserve to die because she was being objectified by some asshole who didn't understand that she didn't actually love him. She was just working as a prostitute. <laughs> Oh, so, yeah, because I, I guess the guy had, like, walked in on her with, like, another, like, guest of the hotel and was, like, upset because he <gasps> thought that she was, like, his. So you... stupid. Oh, my God. Um, and so the lady in red said men don't deserve rights and now she'll objectify them all she likes in the afterlife. Nice. Yes. yes. Good for her. Bad bitch, my queen. Uno reverse card. Yeah, literally. She literally pulled that. And it was a red one, too. It was a red Uno reverse card. Yes. She's like screw you (laughs) so i guess back then her suite was comprised of the rooms that are today 502 503 and 504 and 504 Mm. has actually been renovated into an entire lady in red themed suite so i'm gonna send you guys a picture now so you can see what that looks like yeah and i'm also gonna send you a picture of 
the fifth floor just so you can see what it looks like as well so you can see what like the upper hallways of the hotel look like oh wow fancy oh, cool. awesome. yeah so that room is like really cool it's hard to yeah. get that room though for like a reservation because oh i'm sure people want to stay there and like the the website of the hotel like claims like if you're looking to see like the lady in red you should stay in that particular suite but apparently mm-hmm. 504 is often said to be the least haunted of those three rooms that were once her main suite so huh you're more likely to see her, I guess, mm. in other areas. But some of the, like, spooks that the lady in red allegedly, allegedly gets up to, she'll, like, roam up and down the hallway on the fifth floor. She specifically targets male guests, too. So I guess she'll target them in, like, the hallway and in the elevator. And mm. lots of male guests have claimed to hear her whisper, hey, you, <laughs> in their ear. <laughs> like, just, like, it sounds like someone's standing behind them and she'll just, like, whisper. She whispers, like, other things as well. And I, I read through, like, this whole, like, TripAdvisor page where, like, women were oh. like, I went with my husband, and he kept hearing, like, this, like, lady's voice, like, talking to him. You're yeah. But, hey, you seems to be, like, the most common thing that she'll say. Mm-hmm. Um, and if she's really fond of a particular male guest, she is known to leave pearls in his bed. Oh. Oh, wow. Yeah. So she, wow. she hands out some gifts. So. Yeah. She's, like, still working. She's still she's still working for that coin. She's a working lady. She's like, let me we let me drop some pearls. Her. Let me let me be a little flirt. <laughs> Why not? <laughs> Honestly, like good for her because if I was killed yeah. in like the way she was, like, and it it wasn't clear like yeah, if she was awful. like stabbed or if she was like shot, but she was mm-hmm. like killed, which yeah. was sad. Yeah. But yeah, but that's like the main spooks of the Mizpah. Um, overall, the spirits are considered pretty like benevolent. Because they're not really, like, attempting to be cruel to guests or, like, harm them in any way. Mm-hmm. But the most intense experience the guests seem to report is, like, trouble sleeping because they feel like someone is standing next to their bed and watching them all night. Oh. So there's clearly, like, restless spirits, like, in the hotel, but it, it really right. doesn't seem like they're, like, evil or anything by any means. Yeah. So that's the yeah. Mizpah. That's really all I have. But I it sounds really interesting. Aww. I would like to go stay there. Yeah. Yeah, that sounds like a fun ghost place to visit yeah. Yeah, and, and like i said tonopah has other places that i read like a little bit about but i had to stop myself so i could do notes for this so there's a lot going mm. on in that area so we should definitely take a trip yeah take oh, a yeah. ghost road trip and just hit up like all the spooky places you've talked about yes that'd be so fun that'd, that'd be, be so so, so fun <laughs> my sister would demand to come with us and i'm talking about tara you if you're yeah. listening <laughs> she really wants to go visit robert the doll in Florida. oh my gosh please come yeah and I have, an, I have an aunt and uncle that like live in florida now so she's like let's go visit them and oh <laughs> let's God. make them take us yes. to robert the doll so look i have enough family on the west coast we could probably crash on a couple couches dude that'd be awesome <laughs> yeah fund our um fund our ghost road trip just kidding but yeah <laughs> We'll start a GoFundMe. Yeah. Oh my god, that's so funny. Yeah, uh, but yeah, the I I don't know why I've never heard of the Mizpah before because I guess because I watched yeah. like the beginning part of the the Ghost Adventures episode. I guess the first mm-hmm. ever episode that they did was also like near the Tonopah area, and they had like wanted to go to the Mizpah, but they went to like the other area instead, if I oh. remember correctly. Mm-hmm. So it's like that big of a of a deal, I guess. Wow. So. Yeah, it sounds really, really interesting though. But I, I really well, want to meet those, sharing. those. Yeah, those children ghosts sound really sweet to me. Oh yeah, they do. Very cute. And <laughs> I just see. I think, I think this is like a pretty decent because it's still well. It's not morning anymore. It's like twelve oh eight p.m. But I mean, for early in the day, this was a pretty like relaxed ghost story. Yeah, you know what I mean, yeah. like yeah, they're not chill. attacking anyone. It's not absolutely yeah, terrifying. Yeah, scare me shitless like last week. Yeah. Oh yeah, zombie road man. 
And those pictures. Ooh. <laughs> Rose, do you have any uh, funky creatures to teach us about? I do. Are you ready for a cryptid? Yeah. Woohoo! Alrighty. So, our cryptid of this week is a bit of an urban legend. Ooh. Ooh. This week, I'll be covering the Black Shuck. The what? Of the British Isles. Shuck? It's like shucking corn? The Black Shuck. Or like How's Chuck, it but you, you pronounce the C-H S-H-U-C-K. Oh, so it is spelled shuck. like Shuck. What the Shuck? Yeah, like Shuck, like you shuck what on the your corn. Shuck you. Oh my god, that's part of the title. <laughs> what the Shuck? <laughs> what the Shuck? It's a large black dog said to roam the countryside of Suffolk and the East Anglia region. That's just serious black. Um, yeah. Sorry to say, is it like a grim? Discount that. <laughs> yeah. So it's actually, I guess, the story that inspired the Grimm oh. in Harry Potter. Oh. Along with um I I think it's it's also related to the Is it the Hound of the Baskervilles? Yes, the Hound of the Baskervilles. It. And Ooh. it was at the bottom Sherlock of my notes, Holmes. so I Yeah, I was looking for it in Sherlock yeah. Holmes. Yeah. So it's something that's pretty familiar to a lot of uh-huh. us. But there's actually a lot of interesting like I would have kind of assumed that it was just a ghost, but apparently there's actually it actually qualifies as like a cryptid oh that's interesting so we may be familiar with black dogs and folklore and legends as an omen of death they seem to kind of stem from the shuck so the name shuck actually comes from an old english word for demon or it's a local dialect meaning shaggy you know as in describing the large dog i know i like really all i hear from that is that scooby Doo wasn't all that creative Sorry, that was my horrible yeah. shaggy impression. We're just going to gloss over it. That's fine. Okay. Yeah, sounds good. <laughs> I'm, I'm trying something a little different this week in storytelling form. Ooh. <laughs> yeah, so strap yourselves in for, for a scary story. Ooh. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I'll, I'll go. <laughs> scary stories with Rose Harrell. Oh, and also disclaimer, I really apologize for when I mispronounce all of these names. <laughs> it was a dark and stormy day in Blythburg in August of 1577. Ew, that's, sorry, that's like really like way back when. I don't know why <laughs> yeah. I said ew, sorry. Um, ew, history. <laughs> People from the ew, past. History. Gross. <laughs> Villagers were sheltering from the storm in Holy Trinity Church. Suddenly, a clap of thunder threw open the church doors and a large black hound burst in. It ran through the congregation, killing a man and his son, and collapsing the church steeple. Oh. oh. Wait, wait, it, wait. Fled, isn't the steeple, like, up... I'm sorry, sorry, I keep interrupting you. Yeah. Isn't it, like, up top? Yeah. Yeah, I'm... so it, like, knocked over a pillar or something oh. that was supporting it, and the whole thing came collapsing down. Okay, because my dumb ass was like, did it fly? <laughs> it flew, It, like, yes, floated up to wings. the steeple. Okay, continue. <laughs> sorry. So as it fled, it left scorch marks in the wood of the church door that can still be seen to this what? day. What? Wait a second. What? So I do actually have a picture for you. <gasps> no way! Which we'll post on the Instagram. Bro. It doesn't necessarily look like much when you first see it, but it's definitely something that doesn't make a lot of sense. Mm. Oh my god. Right? Do you see? It? There's like, if you zoom in on the right side, oh, yeah. those like big vertical black lines. Yeah. It's a little blurry. I'll see if I can find a better picture. For the I mean, it almost but, looks like it was like um, claws or, so, or oh, like yeah. in like a way. Yeah. Claws. Yeah. So it apparently, but it apparently is not even just a scratch. It's like a scorch mark. Like it was like burned burned into the wood. That's wow. so interesting. Mm-hmm. So after this attack, 
it ran through the storm and attacked St. Mary's Church in Bungay, <gasps> only 12 miles away, and killed two more worshippers. Oh I read that it left one shriveled up like a drawn purse as he prayed. So like a drawstring bag. Ew. Ew. ew, I don't ew. Like that. That's I the don't weirdest like that description. Yeah, I genuinely, I had to share it because I don't know what to make of that. Ew. I'm just like imagining this little like sack of like flesh and... Ew. Yeah. <laughs> sack of Sorry. flesh? You're not allowed to say that. Gross. Why? Sack of gross, flesh? Gross. That's what that's what it sounds like she's talking about. Everyone's gonna stop listening. I don't like it. I'm just describing okay, what I'm... On. I'm just like <laughs> vocally describing my yeah. thought process. So let me have this. So this thing was very scary. Terrorized these poor villagers. So, legend has it, the beast's howl will turn the hearer's blood to ice, but its footfalls make no sound. Okay. So it produces, so like... this thing moves silently. It produces scorch like, marks, and then has... It makes people's blood icy. Yes. So it's hot and cold. I don't know. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> I mean, I should have the answers. I mean, I think it was more, like, hyperbole, like... Oh. It's literally so terrifying. Oh. Yeah. That was a good that was a good buzzword, Rose. Hyperbole. Thank you. Hyperbole. <laughs> anyway, but so it's said to be like move completely silently, which is strange. And again, so the 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 black shuck is described as a large dog with flaming red eyes and shaggy black hair. Descriptions of its size vary from that of a large dog to that of a calf or horse. Oh. So people really can't decide how big this thing hmm. is supposed to be. Yeah. Did I ever tell you guys about the first time I saw a real horse? in real life i don't think so so i had it was at like a summer camp at like a farm they had they had these horses but because i was pretty little i was like maybe seven um i had been just riding on the ponies and i like looked across the like corral and there was a horse over there and in my little like seven-year-old brain i was like so amazed by how big this thing was that i thought it was literally the size of a house oh my god (laughs) like because they had like a couple steps you know to help people get up on it because we were all kids and you know they have like steps for people who need help getting up on the Mm -hmm. horse and i like in my brain turned that into like a giant staircase (laughs) it's so so cute cute. (laughs) this thing could either be like a regular sized dog of a large breed or like something really unnaturally large Mm -hmm. so from those attacks in 1577 there was actually a pamphlet found um written by Reverend Abraham Fleming, who wrote a pamphlet entitled A Strange and Terrible Wonder. <laughs> Such a dramatic name. So, I know. It's also spelled, like, because it's in Old English, it is W-U-N-D-E-R. We love that Old um, English. <laughs> oh, yeah. So I'm going to paraphrase. <laughs> he described seeing a black dog or the devil in the form of the beast that ran through the church and attacked two parishioners who were kneeling in prayer and wrung their necks, killing them instantly. Wrung their necks? He doesn't have opposable thumbs, does he? I don't know. Does the shuck have opposable thumbs? We'll do a vote on our Instagram. Let us know what you think. (laughs) I feel like if you have paws, you can't, like, wrung someone's neck. I think it just, like, like, bad at it. Snapped, like, it grabbed, like, you know, like, snapped their necks with its mouth. Uh, Well, I was gonna say, because, like, I feel like I've seen, like, videos of, like, lions. Like, they don't have opposable thumbs. Like, they, they can, like, go up to, like, people's, like, shoulders and, like... Yeah. Or, like, each other. And if it was big enough. I mean, it was- they were kneeling, so it wouldn't have to, like, jump up really big, but either way, it spooked people. (laughs) So, this was actually- this- these attacks in 1577 were not actually the very first sightings. They are the most theatric, 
So <laughs> the shuck has actually been seen kind of all over the British Isles, but the first like recorded sighting of the black shuck dates back to 1127 what? when a group of monks first saw the shuck at uh, Petersborough Abbey among a ghostly hunt. I genuinely could not find more information about this. Hmm. I assume because it was from 1127. Wasn't that like around <laughs> the same time as like the Loch Ness Monster? Or was that even earlier? I think that was even earlier. There's just all these like monsters <laughs> like wandering around. Yeah, right. Just running around. <laughs> In Europe. Fine. Yeah. So, so even since then, there have been plenty of eyewitness sightings, which I'll get to in a moment but first i actually like one of the first things i found when i was looking this up was a daily mail article from may of 2014 that that explains that the remains of a giant dog were found during a dig among the ruins of Layston abbey in suffolk hmm. um it says the article claims that the skeleton was that of a seven foot long dog that would weigh more about 200 pounds oh my god oh my seven foot long yeah the skeleton was found in a shallow grave only a few miles from the two churches that the shuck was said to have terrorized and they had reason to believe that the this skeleton was buried around the same time as the shuck is said to have been on the loose Hmm. so i did read further information that this was like falsely reported some of the numbers were like messed up or something Hmm. some people choose to believe that it was actually just like a normal large dog from the time or even a little later than the 16th century so i couldn't find like conclusively what this skeleton was Mm -hmm. a lot of people said especially because it seemed to be buried with care that it might not be like a monster either way there are and have been more eyewitness sightings even since then to that would support the existence of some kind of large cryptic dog (laughs) So actually, while I was researching this, I was texting Jen about it, and she goes, "What if it's the ghost of all the do- of all the dogs that Momo killed?" Oh, <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> I love right? that theory. Oh my god, that's so <laughs> funny. The back. ghost. Of I think that's the only theory I subscribe yeah. to. <laughs> How dare you, Momo? First of all, <laughs> right? So like, I mean, at least the dog seems to be getting. If it were the dogs that Momo has killed, it seems to be getting some kind of revenge, which is you know good for it. On humans, <laughs> yeah. No. Not Any sort Momo's. of monster-like creature. <laughs> I mean, they didn't stop Momo. <laughs> That's true. So, of course, the Black Shuck has become a big part of pop culture, which I wanted to mention because we are all familiar with a few of these appearances. We've already mentioned The Grimm and The Hound of the Baskervilles and Sherlock Holmes. But possibly more near and dear to our hearts is its appearance in the 2019 movie Annabelle Comes Home, which we did all see together. Yeah, wait, I will say, I don't remember... <laughs> a lot of that movie. <laughs> it's okay. The same. Me neither. <laughs> but so one of the spirits revived by the demonic doll is a black shuck at one point. Oh. Yeah, I need no, to re see it. Because Yeah, we need to rewatch yeah. it. We we were yeah. It's okay. Is that the um, time I'm thinking about? It was very about late at night. night. Yeah, yes. we were not well <laughs> during that time is all you Meg need to know, well. but like I was I was specifically it's very fine. unwell, but Yes. So while like most of these reports kind of fit with the description of the black dog as an omen of death there are a f- a, like there are more stories of the shuck helping people actually and specifically it seems to protect women oh yes oh my god um, we love this yeah the black shuck said feminist rights <laughs> <Black Shuck laughs> Honestly, and Lady in red. yes the, oh my god yeah. power team 
<laughs> so there's like been a number of stories of the shuck kind of escorting women home like just keeping them company to keep them safe mm. in one story i read a in the, from the 1930s a midwife was cycling home after a delivery when she realized the shuck was following her home she said the dog was huge and kept up with her effortlessly no matter how fast she pedaled so she was on a bike and it and like whatever this thing was had no trouble keeping up with her and the entire time it was completely silent did not make a noise like not even its footsteps and then it just suddenly vanished oh wow that's crazy yeah. yikes so whether the shuck is an omen of death or protector or both <laughs> remains unsolved oh look that call out to buzzfeed sorry to buzzfeed unsolved oh, sorry <laughs> a little bit <laughs> were the victims in like 15 whatever were they all men out of curiosity i believe they were mm. so maybe it's an omen so... of death for men but a sign of protection <laughs> for women or something yes. yeah like who knows did you guys actually ever read um far from the madding crowd no, no. thomas hardy okay i've read some thomas um, hardy just not that one because there's like a there's a scene where one of the female characters is like on the brink of death basically and she's traveling to get help she like collapses on the road and a large black dog shows up mm. and she just kind of like wraps her arms around its neck and it like carries her to where she needed to mm. go and then later she dies anyway but it seemed like i don't know that's interesting to me because it seemed to both help her i know it's fiction but like yeah no it was used as like both a way of helping her but then also like a sign of her soon to be demise mm. <laughs> that's the black shuck make of it what you will so it's like somehow related to demons and like it's it's seen very poorly but like has also been known to help women so like you know we support yeah yeah wow. i'm a big fan of this big black dog anna do you have <laughs> a conspiracy for us Tell us about your theories. Yes. So, I hope y'all are excited for this one, because I know it's been requested. Actually, this was a request from Kiki. Oh, wait, really? I think so. I should double check. But I'm pretty sure it was your sister. Packy Pants Art on Instagram. <laughs> yeah, follow her. She she actually really wants to draw the three of us, and I'm excited. I might commission oh, her, and it's gonna. Oh. it sounds like, from what she's told me, it's going to be really cute. So, follow my sister. She's so talented. She's opening commissions soon, so please she support. Is. But anyway... So I'm going to be doing the conspiracy of the back rooms. Yeah, 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 yeah. I'm so excited. <laughs> and we're definitely going to be scared tonight. Yeah. Sorry. I'm kind of sad we're not doing it at night because it would be extra spooky, but that's fine. So the back rooms originated in April of 2018 when an anonymous user on 4chan posted a picture with no context. And it was of a yellowish tinted room with yellow walls, fluorescent lights, and no apparent doors, entrances, mm. or exits, but a lot of weirdly placed walls. So, first, before I get into it, I want to ask, have you seen this picture? I have. I have not. Okay. I haven't. I'm going to send the original picture. Ooh. I'm so excited you have pictures this time. I know. I'm so excited, too. I've never had a picture before. <laughs> oh. Does that Did look it? familiar to you, Rose? No. Should it? My, no. My question, don't stop influencing sorry, me. Sorry, sorry, sorry. Stop. <laughs> how does it make you feel that image rose does it make you feel anything i don't like it yeah i feel like i've seen it before but i don't know why okay yeah pretty much uh Oh. <laughs> also just a, a fun fact when i looked up back rooms dark room came up and under it says sexuality oh, oh. and i'm confused because that's not what i googled but anyway <laughs> 
I, I mean, when I, I first like saw it, I definitely, it makes me feel, I don't know, I definitely, it feels familiar, but mm-hmm. it also, like, makes me feel, uh, like, anxious or start yeah. to, like, panic a little bit. I feel very uncomfortable. It gives me, like, really dingy, like, doctor's waiting room vibes. <laughs> yeah. It reminds me of, like, a church basement. Oh, that's worse, mm-hmm, and that's exactly yeah. what it is. Ooh. Ooh, I don't like <laughs> that. So anyway, that this picture was first posted on 4chan with no comment. It was by an anonymous user. So it was just this image, no context, nothing. But someone else, another anonymous user, commented on this picture and basically explained what this image was of, aka the backrooms. So this anonymous user who commented on this anonymous picture basically started the whole backrooms creepypasta trend which led into the actual real-life theory that came out of this, that these backrooms really do exist and that many, many people have actually been there but just forgot. What? But before I get into the theory, (laughs) I'm just going to read a part of what that, not the original poster of the picture, but the original poster who commented on the picture, I'm going to read a part of what they wrote. They said, If you're not careful and you no-clip out of reality in the wrong areas you'll end up in the back rooms, where it's nothing but the stink of old moist carpet, the madness of mono yellow, the endless background noise of fluorescent lights at maximum humbuzz, and approximately 600 million square miles of randomly segmented empty rooms to be trapped in. God save you if you hear something wandering around nearby, (gasps) because it sure as hell heard you. Oh my... (laughs) I've heard that before, and it, like, actually, like, it triggers my fight-or-flight response. Yeah. No, it's genuinely, like, so creepy. I feel like I'm throw up. <laughs> I hate this. <laughs> so, uh, first I'm gonna kind of explain what they mean by no-clipping, or, because mm-hmm. they said, you, if you no-clip out of reality. Mm-hmm. So, supposedly, it's the only way to enter the back rooms, and it's kind of based off of video game play, essentially, so... Mm-hmm. In certain video games, you can use a cheat code or sometimes accidentally players can be transported to a level that's, like, not technically a part of gameplay. So people think the idea of no clipping in reality is sort of based off of these video game hacks, except in real life. I keep looking at this picture and it just, like, makes me really uncomfortable, but I can't stop looking at it. Yeah. No, I feel... It's... There's so many now. People now, like, go looking for images that remind them of the back rooms. And there's a whole Reddit thread that just is people... Like, images. And I was scrolling through it last night. And just... Some of them are just so creepy. And, like, you feel... Well, like... Like, deja vu. Yeah. Like, I don't think I've... I can't think of a time I've ever seen this before. But my first instinct was, like, oh, maybe I have seen this before. Yeah. Okay, before I get more into no clipping in real life... I want to talk about why people started to believe that this fortune image in the following creepypasta is more than just a spooky fictional story. When the backroom image was first posted to 4chan, and even today, like Rose, um, when people first see the original backroom picture, it's like very common for people to say, I feel like I've been there, it looks eerily familiar. Hundreds of thousands of people who've seen this have commented saying that they're certain they've been there before but they right. just forgot until they saw the image, but they're, like, positive that they've been there. It looks so familiar. I was scrolling through Reddit, you know, as you do, looking at mm. comments on these images, the back rooms, and so, so many people were commenting, I've been there, I know I have, I had a dream, I was stuck there. And I also noticed that the comments on the picture, some people 
were saying that the images of the back rooms make them feel like panicked and anxiety and makes them scared, which is kind of like how they make me feel. Right. But some people were saying that they don't feel that. They just feel like nostalgic. They aren't scared Ooh. of the back rooms. They recognize them, but all they feel is like a desire to go back, sort of. Oh, I don't like that. Yeah, it's super weird that so many people recognize them, but some like they have radically different feelings towards them. But overall, most people seem to feel like uneasy when they see these images. The fact that so many people find these images of the back room so familiar sparked the theory that they do actually exist in real life. And there are a few different theories about what their purpose actually is and what they actually are, but the predominant ones seem to be that, number one, either we're in a simulation and the back rooms are some sort of glitch that we can only get to by accident, kind of like the video game levels that I was talking about. Mm -hmm. They're not meant to be fine, but through an accidental glitch, we end up there. The other theory is that they're another dimension that isn't just attached to our own dimension but it actually exists like inside of our dimension in reality oh so it's i think it's called like a pocket dimension right the way we find this either the glitch or the dimension is no clipping what the original fortune user called no Mm -hmm. clipping and it it reminds me a bit of a zone trip yeah um like i talked about in episode one But instead of, like, manifesting this place, you can only really find it when you're not looking. We don't, like, create the space, but we can end up there. Like, Um, I associate the backrooms picture, the first time I ever saw it, for some reason I immediately thought of, like, going to the mall, which is, like, the weirdest thing. So I don't know if, I don't know, I don't, I literally just, like, I was like, oh, that makes me think of going to the mall for some. That's funny. I know, that's that's why I'm like, have I, like, (laughs) have I, like, seen that before? And I was in, like, a Kohl's and, like. Oh. Yeah, I don't know. It just it just weird. That was my gut. My gut instinct was like, I that looks familiar. It's creepy, and it makes me think of the mall. Yeah, my gut instinct is church basement for some reason. I just don't like it. Yeah. <laughs> so, fandom wiki explained a few different ways to identify a back room in our reality. So one is walls that are a shade darker, in abandoned buildings especially. Doors that look like they shouldn't lead anywhere or in or are in a random place or any area that gives paranormal feelings like hair standing up, buzzing, electric currents, or a sense of unease. Mm -hmm. So that's like, while you're conscious, those are things to look for. However, most people seem to agree that the most common way to enter the back rooms is while sleeping. Ew. And there are different theories on how exactly this works. Some people think that when you enter the back rooms, it's just some sort of like lucid dream. But other people think that you actually astral project into these back rooms when you enter them basically leaving your body behind but being fully conscious while lost in this like creepy labyrinth (laughs) what do people who claim to have been to the back rooms and actually remember their experience remember basically so there's a lot of different and like somewhat contradictory accounts of what people experience some people say they encounter other people who have also no clipped out of reality while down there And other people say that it's completely abandoned and they're just alone. Some people say the rooms are all, like, weirdly steep, so they're constantly, like, climbing through the rooms. Oh, my God. Through this, like, never-ending maze. Ew, I don't like that. Yeah. I've never heard that before, so that's, like... Yeah. Ew. And some people say that they've heard some creature wandering through the rooms, 
but that they they've never seen it because they immediately ran from what i could find no, no one ever has claimed to see them and people think like if you see them you don't make it out oh oh so like and, if people have seen it we wouldn't know because they wouldn't have left the back rooms yeah that's okay. one theory <laughs> oh cool and that's most likely inspired by the original 4chan posters creepy comment about like hearing creatures mm-hmm. and if you right. hear them you should run because they definitely heard you you know what this just made me think of sorry to what? interrupt um mm-hmm. remember when did we watch it we watched us around like halloween oh yeah yeah do you remember if any of you have never seen us um directed by jordan peele like please go watch it because it was so good yeah it's like the the underground like place that all the other like the the copies live right yeah 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 there's like doppelgangers like and there's nothing really down there but they like live through this like weird i don't know like uh, i don't know that just made me think of that and now i've got even more chills so yeah dude i didn't even think of that that's like just like that and it looked like that too it was that color it was like yeah Mm. i wonder if he was inspired by these yeah maybe so people also claim that there are three known levels in the back rooms kind of like a video game and when people enter, it's usually at level zero. They can progress through the back rooms, and if they can do that, then they might level level up, basically, or <laughs> level travel up. to the other levels. Different levels are marked by different things, including certain items that can be found in the rooms. So mm-hmm. some levels, may, or like you might know you're at a certain level because you'll find like typewriters. Or you'll find different kinds of weapons in the different levels and other, like, random objects and stuff. Hmm. And, yeah, I don't know. (laughs) It's it's weird, and I couldn't find, like, specifics about, like, what determines different levels, but it's just another thing that people reported. And then there's also a bunch of different theories about how people can exit the back rooms, because that's the big thing, is once you're in there, can you get out? Some people say that you can no-clip back into reality if you just concentrate others say that people who really go there never actually leave you're simply stuck there until you starve or die of thirst or are killed wow and yeah and i saw one creepy theory that was that when you enter the back rooms your consciousness is stuck there forever but that either a new consciousness one that isn't truly yours takes over your body as if it were your own <gasps> so you would be trapped in the back rooms for you for eternity but no one would know because someone or something else inhabits this is body. us this That's... is literally that movie yeah terrifying. i mean not yeah, really but is. like similar concept like you're oh, yeah. What? Yeah. Eh, eh, eh. yeah no thank you there are a lot of other like interesting theories and experiences there's a lot of like you know kind of contradictory stuff because it's everyone just you know saying their experiences their memories of this or whatever but i kind of want to explore a couple of the more logical reality-based reasons people have put forth on why so many people recognize these back rooms so one is that there was a game and i'm stupid and i didn't write down the name and then i couldn't find the article it was in because <laughs> i had like 25 tabs open <laughs> But there was an online game that was, like, somewhat popular back in the early days of the internet, and it apparently was very similar to the concept of the backrooms, so you're Mm. wandering around in an endless, like, labyrinth of rooms. So one Reddit user suggested that all the, like, teenagers and young adults now who saw these images of the backrooms and read these creepypastas about the backrooms probably felt like it was so familiar because they all played this game when they Mm. were, like 
eight or nine, and they just oh, totally wow. forgot about it. I don't know about that theory because I definitely never played that game because I like wasn't allowed on the internet. Yeah, that doesn't as sound a child. familiar. <laughs> yeah, no. no. But that's just one theory. Another plausible theory is that, like, as young children, we're all probably at some point brought to rooms that are similar to the back rooms. Say your mom or dad brought you to their dinky office building with long hallways and fluorescent mm-hmm. lights and no windows. And we all seem to remember the back rooms because we're drawing on some like childhood memory of similar places that we just forget we've been to. But again, I, I don't know about that because it's just so specific. And I don't right. think there's a lot of buildings that actually look like that. Yeah, well, because I was going to say the the way that the... You should look at the picture also if you haven't yet the way that these walls are set up is so weird it's so weird yeah so like i i have never been anywhere that has walls that looks like this like even if it like has the same vibe like this is so unique yeah like the the like yellow and the fluorescent lights kind of reminds me of like college dorms because like (laughs) those places are all dumps but yeah (laughs) but like the walls are just so strange and it's just i don't know there's something like very eerie about it that I can't put my finger on. Yeah. Well, I think part of it is, like, you feel like you're underground in it because there's no windows. Yeah. That's what I was going to say. It looks like something... Like, it actually kind of looks like the basement of um, the building I was in this past Founders. year at college. <laughs> like, like... Oh, yeah. Oh, because, I mean, I always got to... Cr- I hated going down there, so I... I yeah. Like, yeah. When I'd have to do, like, a check, I'd, like, run through, but... Because, like, there wasn't really windows, and it's, like, creepy. Yeah. yeah. And then another theory is just that people are super suggestible. So if someone shows you a picture and asks if you recognize it, which is why I yelled at Meg at the beginning. Sorry, sorry. To see what Rose thought. <laughs> no, it's okay. Well, like, before Meg even said that, like, my instinct was, like, yeah, it does look kind of familiar. Like, maybe I have seen it before. Yeah. Yeah, but basically, it's just that if, if someone shows you a picture and asks if you recognize it, and if you see that, maybe you look at the comments and hundreds of other people are saying they recognize it, your brain's more likely to create a false memory of a similar mm-hmm. place. So that's kind of the most believable theory, I think. But I still think that it it's weird how we all get... It makes us all react strongly, I think. Yeah, it's like it's I've an never, uncomfortable picture regardless of if it's a false yeah. memory or not. Right. Like scrolling through the Reddit of the picture, like the comments, I didn't see anyone say, oh, I feel nothing, really. It was mostly people who were like, oh, I feel like strongly, or I feel like... Mm-hmm. you know nostalgic whatever mm-hmm. it just it's so weird that so many people do react to it i was gonna say maybe in like the future for people showing others that photo if they've never heard of the back rooms before just say what do you mm-hmm. think of this photo like don't yeah don't say like yeah. do you recognize it or do you yeah. feel anything weird? like just mm-hmm. like what do you what is your like gut instinct like staring at the picture yeah yeah just to summarize the back rooms are they're a weird labyrinth of bare rooms that maybe we've all been to during a glitch in the matrix or by slipping into another dimension or sleep or maybe the internet is just very suggestible right who knows thanks especially to reddit because reddit always terrors terrifies me with the stuff that is on there yeah Mm -hmm. i love reddit (laughs) it's also weird that i mean when that the phenomena like around like people talking about the back room started from like an anonymous post like that's weird yeah like yeah, it's so weird. Yeah, like it has like an untraceable source. Really. Yeah, but like it was no, just posted both... with no nothing. Like it was just the picture. Yeah, it by an anonymous user. So like we have absolutely no idea. Hmm. I wonder how someone yeah. would have taken a picture too if they were there. Yeah, if like if it's real yeah. and someone was there. I mean, I guess nothing says that like 
phones wouldn't work, I guess. That's true. Oh my god, do I get cell service in the back rooms? <laughs> Let me tweet live in the Maybe back not rooms. cell service, but <laughs> if we ever make it there, we'll go live on the Nightmare Girls Instagram and oh answer all your questions. <laughs> do you hear that creature? <laughs> it's oh coming for ourselves. us, and then it like cuts. Actually, that's really sad. Anyway. Wow. So this has been like, I think, four for four, Anna, with goosebumps you've given me yeah <laughs> i can't believe i've never heard of it before i'm shocked i i don't know i mean i haven't heard of a lot it just so. popped up on tiktok for me one day but i get like i get weird stuff on tiktok like it's like yeah there's like dog videos and like cat videos and then all of a sudden it's like let's talk about randonautica let's talk about the back rooms oh and i'm like where yeah. is this coming yeah. from <laughs> wait i had the weirdest thing happen to me on tiktok yesterday Ooh, spill. Yeah. so like i was just like scrolling through tiktok like normal and then all of a sudden like, this random dude popped up speaking, I think, Russian. And I was like, that's weird. And I, like, looked at it for a second. And I was like, whatever. So I just scrolled. But the next video and the next video and the next video and the next video were all in Russian. Oh, what the heck? And then after that, it, like, was back to normal. What? Uh, you just dipped yeah. into Russian TikTok for, like, a minute. Ew, that's weird. For, like, yeah. I don't know why. I, I, re- I screen recorded it, if you guys want to see. Yeah, please but- send yeah that's strange it was like so strange and like i couldn't i like i mean obviously i don't like speak the language so i have no idea what it was or like what they were trying to say yeah but like it just seemed like regular tiktoks but like it was really strange did you read through any of the comments like like were the comments from like russian people all of the like i didn't i didn't actually click on the comments but the description and everything was like not anywhere near english interesting tiktok is a strange place well, I don't know. Have mm-hmm. you guys seen any of this stuff about August 27th on TikTok? Yeah. yeah. I don't get what's going on. Like, I really don't. I don't know if it's because I'm too I, old. That's the point. Someone picked a random date. And... But they're like... I heard... Go ahead. Oh, I was just going to say, they're like, watch out for August 27th. And like, we're going to do yeah. this. I'm like, what are you doing? I don't understand. But So I heard like that somebody... I don't remember who or what or why, but I heard that some someone or something predicted that august 27th is the day that trump is gonna die oh <laughs> and again oh this my. is all conspiracy this is all theory yeah <laughs> i don't i genuinely like don't have any sources on this this That's is just, like those tiktoks creep me out because like they don't have any tags or anything yeah. and i don't usually like most of my tiktok my for you page is just like art and things so like when those videos come up it really scares me well it's like i I keep getting ones that are like if you're seeing this you're supposed to yeah there's no tags or or caption on this video like it's ending up on your for Uh you page because you're one of the people that's supposed to see it and i'm like i both i'm like that's if this is stupid because it's just an algorithm that's feeding me videos that people are seeing but it's also creepy that it's like because if there's no tags (laughs) or anything it's creepy that those are the videos that show up, like, mixed in with my, like, strawberry cow I drawing. love strawberry like, cow. <laughs> <laughs> have you seen? There's, like, so, so many animals of strawberry. Yeah. yeah. Strawberry yeah, frog. Yeah. Strawberry cow. Candle. Strawberry cat. Mm-hmm. Strawberry snail. Strawberry snake. Strawberry dog. Yeah. TikTok is just... Also, I mean, as of the time that we're recording this, like, TikTok is, like, on... Like, people thought it was, like, closing earlier this week and getting banned and, oh, like, all yeah. that stuff. So. Yeah. Like a glitch. Very strange. TikTok is a weird place of the internet. Wow, what a fun, fun, spooky morning we just spent together, lads. Yay. Yeah, I can't wait to be creeped out the rest of the day. If you're interested uh checking out any of the spooky pictures that we've shared with each other, or just like keeping up with general nonsense on social media, you can follow us at Nightmare Girls Podcast on Instagram, at 
Nightmare Girls Pod on Twitter without the A in Nightmare and without the I in Girls. <laughs> um, Facebook.com slash Nightmare Girls Podcast. We really should start figuring out how to use that because I truly <laughs> don't get Facebook. Um, or yeah. you can email us at the Nightmare Girls Podcast at gmail.com. Um, we would be happy to hear from you. Also, if you have any spooky suggestions, like, for example, my sister <laughs> recommended the back rooms at one point. She DMs us quite often, so yes. <laughs> you can feel free I have to... multiple requests from her. Yeah, she's very excited. <laughs> she, there's a couple in particular she really wants to talk about. Um, mm-hmm. But, yeah, even if you just want to say, like, hey, I thought the episode was cool, or you guys need to stop talking about this, that, and the other thing, <laughs> let us know. <laughs> I guess this is where we say goodbye, then. Bye-bye. Yeah. Bye. Fare thee well. Bye, listeners. Goodbye, friends. Yeah, thanks Gentle for listening. For being spooked with us. Woohoo. Don't end up in the back rooms while we're gone. Yeah, and if you do, that, please email me. Yeah, know. email Anna immediately. Also, find <laughs> out if you get cell service, let us know. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, take text us right picks, away. Take a selfie. <laughs> yeah, take a selfie with the creature and then, yeah. And then probably die. And probably like, die. send it oh, to yeah. us first. But it's fine. Also, if you go to the Mizpah, Good let time. us know. If you get, like, a pearl from the Lady in Red. Mm-hmm. Yeah. If you have seen the Black Shuck or something like it, let me know. Oh, yeah. Actually, <laughs> seriously, if you've seen anything remotely similar to that, because that'd yeah. be cool. Yeah. Bye. 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 Bye.